0: Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discocooliaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. This is our podcast for week 41 in 2015. And Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Services, joins us to bring some perspectives on the headline links for this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, the first week this link goes to an annoying online game from the Understood Organization. It is annoying because I tried it. It's very frustrating. What do we learn from this link?
1: Well, the Understood Organization has produced this little game to show parents and other interested people and teachers what it would be like to have a learning disability. You can choose the grade level of your child and their specific learning issue and then the site presents you with a little challenge that will be actually very frustrating. Yes, It really is a great tool to show people how children must feel when sitting in a classroom without proper support. During our workshops, we also tried to give our audience a feel for what it would be like to have this cochlea. We then changed the number system from the regular 10 base system Mm -hmm. to the 2 base system, or binary. Oh, okay. And then go on and try to teach the audience the five times table. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We also changed the words. So, they must use to refer to ones and zeros, and it usually turns out to be a fun but seriously sobering experience when people get a first hand experience at that learning disability.
0: And you do that during your workshop? Mm hmm. When when is your next uh, upcoming workshop?
1: It will be November 7 in Houston, Texas. In Houston,
0: Texas. Okay, and all the information is on your website? Absolutely. Okay. Well, the next link is to a statement made by the US Education Secretary on the occasion of Learning Disability Awareness Month. This is uh, in October. Uh, Is that a value statement like
1: that? Well, it's great. By this statement, we will be raising the awareness for learning disabilities. And as dyscalculia has also specifically mentioned, that's even better. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter stays, however. That I still, every week, encounter teachers, even math teachers, who have never heard about this calculia. Oh, wow. And that needs to change. Right. Also, in the statement, the secretary mentions that the department later this week, and I quote, will release information that will assist states and local school districts in recognizing the unique needs of students with learning disabilities. Okay. So I'm very eager to see what form that information will take and how states and school districts will work with it. So, good intentions, but we need to see the detailed follow-up and the resources and funding to go uh, and to have a perspective uh, if this will really change things for students with learning disabilities and for their parents.
0: Right, the proof will be in the detailed follow-up. Well the following link is about some numbers from the UK They have found out that about 25% of the children receive private tutoring And now questions are being asked about the availability of this for all income groups How necessary it is Or that tutors are actually preying on anxious parents who fear for the success of their children So what is your perspective on this?
1: Yeah well uh, these numbers may sound high in in the UK but actually, in Japan, uh, almost 90% of children receive private oh, tutoring. Wow. In South Korea, it's 73%. In India, depending on the state, somewhere between 30 and 55. And here in the U.S., the government invests over $135 million each year in enrichment programs for public schools. And the percentage of children receiving tutoring is estimated at over 50% too. Oh, okay. The global market for private tutoring is estimated to top 200 billion dollars by 2020 That is amazing mm-hmm. And a lot of the tutoring gets now done by franchises like Kumon, Magnesium, Sylvan Center, The Princeton Review and many many others As there are no diplomas, no licensing, no laws uh, guiding this market It's a difficult situation for parents to find someone who they trust and will work well with their child and accomplish results. Private tutoring should not be necessary for most children when our school system would live up to the promise it makes. (laughs) For us, working with children with dyscalculia the absolute most effective way is to work with them in a one-on-one session. Recent research has confirmed that working one-on-one is the most effective way of uh, tutoring, and it actually changes the brain patterns and it's the best way to help these children. And, and that's well one of our golden rules, it's actually. golden
0: rules, and I think we discussed that also last week in our, in our podcast. Well, on, on Thursday, we actually, we have two links. Uh, the, the first link is to a story from a mother who found out her son had this coculia. What is special about that story?
1: This story is a great example of a school where the teachers were open and responsive to the learning disability that her son has. She asked for help, explained the condition, and then worked collaboratively with the school. Now, unfortunately, this does not happen often enough yet. And we still encounter clients who have had years of fighting to get a learning disability recognized and get the resources uh, their child needs. In fact, the other week I learned about one of the schools where one of my clients goes and after the mother had shared the diagnosis of dyscalculia for her son with the school counselors she got the response, we do not recognize dyscalculia as a condition That's amazing! And the statement from the education secretary will hopefully change that
0: Right, Yeah. yeah, they'll be surprised if they get the package of information later this month Mm -hmm. It is unbelievable We are talking to Dr. Schreider, the founder of DiscoKulia Services and we are looking at the links provided during the week on our website DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. The next link goes to the learning success blog where they talk about uh, why memorization of math is a bad thing but should you not remember your math?
1: Well, remembering math and memorizing math are two different things. The blog here uh, talks about the study done by Joe Bowler in 2009 that prove that math performance will suffer if the emphasis is on memorization. Mm -hmm. Once you move on to discuss concepts and compare children's strategies to solve problems, they will retain the knowledge a lot better and even like it. And remember what to do without having to memorize procedures and formulas that have no meaning for them. Okay. They give us a few nice takeaways uh, that I want to share also. Uh, One of them is, in math, knowing how matters more than knowing what. And another one, pure memorization can lead to uncheckable mistakes. And I see that day by day in my practice. And last one, students who believe math is an exercise in memory become poorer students.
0: Oh, wow. Well, th- those are insights that uh, people probably need to take, uh, take to heart. Uh, sounds like your uh, your uh, golden rules apply here.
1: Yes, absolutely. When we work with students with dyscalculia, it's never drill what is not conceptually understood. That would be the equivalent of teaching a, t- teaching a monkey how to do a trick. Right. And indeed. it often leads to a student <laughs> seems to know it one day, But X forgets it the next day And then
0: it's clueless the next day, yeah we hear that a lot Well before we go to the uh, final link uh, uh, We did get a a video sent to us over our Twitter channel And this is from a young lady in the UK who has Discoculia And she's on a mission to uh, get the BBC to make a documentary about her We have not uh, highlighted on the website, Uh, she does go on and on a little bit, it is a lengthy video She explains us all the details and her experiences in her life with Discoculia Uh, You have had the opportunity to see this uh, video, how about this initiative?
1: Yeah, well it is an admirable goal to raise such awareness She speaks straight from the heart and it is great to hear a first hand testimony about life with Discoculia I hope you can make the link available so more people can hear her talk It's quite a lengthy though, it's, it's a bit shorter than 20 minutes
0: Yeah and, and we're happy we'll, we'll put the link in the show notes on our podcast page And uh, this is a nice bridge to uh, our final link for this week That shows a very entertaining video from the Philippines That took uh, quite a bit of careful listening on my part uh, What are we learning here?
1: Yeah this is the equivalent of our today's show in the Philippines where they bring in an expert and speak about Discoculia in their magical mix of Filipino language and English. If you listen carefully, you can actually follow some of it. The most interesting part is that it is clearly a morning TV magazine type program, where they discuss discoculia Right. We need to make sure we can do the same here in the U.S. so discoculia can get... More awareness.
0: Yeah, that would be great if we can get Dr. Schroeder on National TV raising awareness for DiscoCulia. But until that time, thanks for all your insights and until the next week. Uh, Dr. Schroeder is the founder of DiscoCulia Services and you can also follow her on Facebook, Pinterest and Twitter. Free downloads and a free DiscoCulia screener are available on her website DiscoCuliaservices.com.